Bumper Cereal. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Why So Cereal. Uh, I'm your host Thomas. With me as always is your co-host David, Hello. freshly back from vacation. Ooh. That was vacation. Memorable, I would say. A lot of walking. We, we visited Philadelphia, New York, and Boston, and uh, hopefully in the next few days the my feet will be clear of blisters. Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask you when you were talking about the other day, did you see, uh, since you're in the financial district of New York, did you see the Dark Knight Rises steps? The no. steps that Batman and Bane fight all the way into the building? I, I try to forget that movie sometimes, but Rises? I'm aware of, the, of, of what you're talking about. We didn't actually go to the steps, though. We did the all the oh. other touristy crap, like we went to the bull. Cause I think it was like right there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I had to go and see that. That was the only thing. <laughs> and then, then when you go to Chicago, you see the underground. Or oh, no, we you went see all the street where I, the cycle turns around. Oh yeah, I, I have a famous picture of the first shot of Heath Ledger standing at the street corner waiting to be picked up. Yeah, I made my beloved stand there and pose in the same position that he was in. And you did that. And she yeah. did. That's awful. Uh, so I think you'll you'll talk a little bit more about uh, what, some of the stuff that you saw as it relates to comic books on your show. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to jump into eating some cereal because we've been setting up this podcast for four hours without eating anything except for Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. So it's let's, one uh, o'clock in the afternoon, and we're about to have breakfast. Perfect. Let's uh, let's go ahead been and have here that. since nine. Oh, so I did choose this cereal. I spent about 30 minutes in the in Publix trying to figure out which cereal makes sense for this episode, which we're not really talking about anything special this episode, I think. But you all did come from Boston. I hear you had a great time in Boston. So Lucky Charms, the Irish guy, there's a lot of Irish in Boston. All right, so Lucky Charms is the cereal of the day. Now, Lucky Charms is distributed by the world-famous General Mills. It first appeared in March in 1964. Funny story about Lucky Charms is they had a huge meeting over at General Mills, and they challenged um, their people, like, who can come up with a you know, unique cereal, basically based off of Cheerios and Wheaties. And a, uh, a product developer by the name of John... Holahan? Holahan. Holahan, sure. Do you know who that is or you're just no. awesome? Great. He was walking through the grocery store and he had this magical idea of like, what if you just threw a shit ton of candy inside Cheerios? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you have Lucky Charms. So that's how it pretty much started. So The bar was so low back then. Yeah. 1964. Threw, marshmallows into Cheerios. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they're toasted oat pieces with multicolored marshmallow shapes. And after their first couple of test runs, um, they discovered that people liked the sweetness of the marshmallows, but the actual uh, the oats were a little just bland. So then what they ended up doing was um, applying like a sugar coat over mm. them, you know, to make it even more sweeter and unhealthier for us. So that's the uh, product you have today. And it actually remained unchanged until 2005, where... What did they do in 2005? <laughs> in 2005, they introduced Chocolate Lucky Charms. Oh. So. Very nice. <laughs> in 2012, they did probably the most genius thing they ever did, is they created Lucky Charms Marshmallow Treats, where they sold you just the fucking marshmallows. Yeah. That's what, that's what most cereal does when it uh, runs out of ideas. Like Captain Crunchberries, they just... Did all crunch berries. Nice. Well, their mascot is a uh, 
leprechaun, as yeah. you may have guessed, uh, named Lucky, and uh, probably one of the better marketing schemes, you know, with the commercials and they're always chasing after him, and you know, the cereals—they're uh, magically delicious. So. When when do you want to jump in about some of your uh, your travel and the stuff that you saw? I mean, was it both Marvel and DC stuff at this museum? <clears throat> so while we were in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you know, we visited the uh, Ben Franklin museum whatever pretty famous museum Oop. ben franklin you okay. ever heard of him yeah awesome co-creator of lucky charms <laughs> of lucky charms uh-huh. he you know he invented a lot of shit i don't think lucky charms were one of them think, but yeah while we were at the museum um on display ironically was like the mcu like a whole exhibit on the marvel cinematic universe which was awesome because we got to see a lot of uh of like drawings like production designs and one of the coolest things is they actually had just about every single like costume on Mm. display so being able to actually see like an iron man suit up close like that was insane yeah Uh, we'll see if we can uh upload some pictures or something i know on our social media uh, our producer joe uh did upload a few pictures already so they're up there for people to see yeah, that, that sounded interesting. I know I saw a lot of the photos that, that you all took. What place is that again? This is the Ben Franklin Museum. Ben Franklin Museum. Pretty famous <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> if you're interested in, you know, anything important. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, so like basically Philly was, uh, I mean, our whole trip essentially is, is divided into all the smart, educational, informative stuff that Joe wants to look at. And all the dumb movie shit that I want to look at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our, our trip consisted of, you know, the first hour, we go look at the Rocky statue, run up the steps, and the second hour, then we go to the museum. So, right. that's basically how the trip was set up. And you don't watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've seen a few pieces of it. We didn't go to the bar. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know enough about I mean, the I show. I don't think that's, that's an actual bar. I'm sure it's the not. The corner that it's on looks like there's nothing really there. It's a crack house. <laughs> Yeah, I would have been I would have been all over Philly, but I think I mentioned it's it's upsetting that they like put it on the departure. I think as you leave Philadelphia Airport, that it has all the movie posters of movies yeah. that were shot in Philadelphia. So like as you're leaving, it's like oh shit, we should have looked for which sucks because we didn't fly out of Philly, so yeah, we didn't get to see it. But yeah. Philly is very how can I put this dirty. Wow. <laughs> I mean. For starters, the way it's it's designed, you know, with trash, people literally just put their trash bags and cans and stuff, like, right on the sidewalk, and yeah. there's not a whole lot of sidewalk space, so our first day there, we walked from um, a grocery store, because I, we, we Ubered, but I made her take me directly to the first uh, GNC that I could find, so that I could buy 10 bottles of Redline to get me through this trip. And then we walked from that GNC to where our Airbnb was, and it was about a good like mile walk or so, mile and a half. Nothing crazy, but just the area, the neighborhood that we were walking through, I was a little like skeptical, like I'm not sure, you know. Mm. Kind of glad her parents didn't come with us on the trip because I know they would not have been happy staying there. Yeah, her parents suck. <laughs> They're just awful, ruin everything. Yeah. Yeah, Philly, I've only been for like five days and stayed really close to the area that I was in. So I don't know too much about it. Uh, and then was there when I was like, I don't know, six years old, something like that. So Philly, Boston, and New York. 
We did the cheesesteaks, though. We did the, oh, the Pats yeah. and then that other place. Yeah, yeah. I forget. Not a huge fan of the Whiz, like the cheese. Yeah. I just like regular cheese slices. But That's blasphemy. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I tried it. Hey, I tried it. And then I tried the other way. Either way. Um, so we basically took a train from Philly to New York. Now, once we got to New York, I thought, all right, well, now it's going to pick up. Because now there's, there's a lot more to do, a lot mm. more to see, a lot more history. Um, so we stayed in Brooklyn, which was cool. You know, I got to see different things. Um, really awesome thing about New York is, I mean, you just you walk and take the subway everywhere. I mean, there's never a point. There's not even a point to own a car in New York, essentially. You would expect the same thing as far as, like, the trash and stuff from Philly, but... Not so much. I mean, they're they're a little bit more like uh, I guess developed with that. You know, they don't leave their trash out there mm. as long or as often, or I don't know how they do it. But one of our family members, I guess your family members, uh, put it best: is the difference between Philly and New York is like Philly's still stuck in the eighties. Like it's really- it's dirty, and they also still do crack. Okay. As to where nowadays there's other drugs to do. You don't have to just rely on that. Yeah. 80s crack was good crack, though, <laughs> from what I hear. I am an 80s baby. November 5th, 1989. 89. I was born in 87, so yeah. I think unless our parents did it, either one of us would be too young to actually try yeah. the crack. Well, they were, they were doing all the crack, which is why they waited so long to have kids. I highly on. doubt my parents did, but maybe yours were cool enough to. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Liz did. <laughs> awesome. And then what was your what was your thoughts on uh, on Boston? Nothing... Well, actually, a ton. Not not from the comic books, but a ton exciting film-wise in Boston. Well, been in a lot New York as well. Show. I mean, we did oh, the, yeah, the typical, York. you know, of course, like, we had to walk, like, fucking two miles for mm-hmm. no reason just to go to the fire station that they filmed Ghostbusters at. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. dumb stuff like that. Which, uh, which was cool, but at the end of the day, it's like, did we really have to do that mm-hmm. for all the walking and stuff we did? But Did, did you go to Midtown Comics? In New York? Yeah. No. Like the famous comic book store up there in New York? No, no I think, uh, is it New York or Jersey? No. Well, Midtown Comics is New York. I think it's like the lower east side of Central Park. But Jersey is the, like, Red Red Hook, Red Banks. Jersey is where Kevin Smith is. Yeah, that's, I knew that. That's part. a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a place to go visit. I don't know what else you do out there. I don't know how far it is from other things that you would do. But I, I definitely want to go there at some point. The way it's set up, it's just a train ride away. So, I mean, maybe. Yeah, everything's a train ride away. Yeah. It's all a train ride away. We did the Statue of Liberty as well. And let me tell you, uh, it's something to see. I think everyone should visit. Um, Joe was the one in charge of all the finances. So, I, I didn't really know exactly how much these things cost. So... If you're agitated because of high temperatures or um, claustrophobic for any reason, I wouldn't recommend going all the way up to the crown of the Statue of Liberty. You could do the pedestal and all that stuff, and it's still pretty cool to be there on the island, and they have museums and stuff, but we got to actually walk up 162 flights of stairs all the way to the top into the crown, and it's cool. It's something to see, and it's it's... It's again like historical to know that like, you're standing in the Statue of Liberty. I mean that's that's insane. But the descend, dear God, like uh, it's just uncomfortable. I mean it's it's a long winding staircase. It's tight, and then the most hurtful part is like the steps aren't very big. So 
I wear size 11 shoe, which I think is pretty average. Oh, fucking show off over here. Size 11? 11, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty average. <laughs> what, what size are you? 17. Yeah. <laughs> pretty big shoe. What, what size uh, are you? 10, 10 and a half. 10, 10, okay, well, 10 and a half, 11, like, geez, right there. We, we actually do know somebody that wears a size 17 shoe. Really? Oh, I called him immediately. said, don't ever fucking go to the statue. That's insane. Yeah. He's about, I don't know, what is he, like 6'5", 280? But size 17, damn. Size 17. Yeah. All right, yeah. He's yeah, a big wow. marshmallow. He's a teddy bear. Oh. Anyways, um, yeah, so walking down these steps, man, it felt like I was just doing a calf workout for 30 minutes, which by the yep. time we got down there, I'm like, okay, I'm done. And then she's looking at me like, all right, it's time to walk New York City now. So, yeah, yeah I was hurting. I was hurting bad. It's a, it's a good experience. I feel like you can't do that any other way. Oh, yeah, it's well, something that I complained about then, but looking back now, like, I'm glad we did it. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, but then once we got to Boston, oh, man. That's where I had fun. I think Boston, I I enjoyed Boston out of the other two. I mean, she had family. I got to meet uh, some of the people in your guys' family. I forget you two related sometimes. Hanging out with Miguel, that's a character on his own. Oh, yeah. But yeah, just like the the history that was there. Like, it's, it's a little different than the one from New York. We got to go to like one of the oldest restaurants right what was it like one of the oldest like established bar restaurants like in the nation like crazy stuff like that which pub where was it by the uh, the stadium no it's not by faniel hall yeah oh okay i don't know what that is yeah we got to uh joe got to see some of her ancestors at the the church that burial ground whatever or some of the witches were hanged stuff like that yeah because we we did salem as well yep and um yeah then obviously we we finished the trip by an extra inning thriller at Fenway Park. At Fenway, in which the Sox won. Of course, that's the perfect ending to yeah to any trip. Yeah, the, let's see the ending to my honeymoon trip. I was sick. Uh, the ending to New York trip uh, with me and producer Joe. Did she tell you about that one? No. She left her phone on the subway as we were trying to go and board our flight. Doesn't surprise me. Oh man. It wasn't on the subway. Was it someone? Whose friend? Your friend, Brett Starberry. Oh, was it? Was yes, it? it was. I left it in his bathroom and he oh, left it down at the subway to give it to us. Oh damn! Is that true? I was gonna yeah. say if it's on the subway, she probably she, never didn't see she, like, that. Did she jump again. on a subway? There, there was one point where like we realized that she didn't have. Was it your phone? Maybe it was something else. You, you didn't have something. Lizzie and I were off the train. And then you were like, oh, I got to go get it. And the doors were closing and you just jumped on and that train took off. And we were like, cool. So Joe's looking for her phone now. I don't know how many subway stops away. So it was, yeah, it was an interesting time. I'm sure we'll hear more and more stuff about it. Uh, But let's go ahead and talk a little bit about some news. So we have nothing to actually review, although you could talk about Swamp Thing because you continued to watch Swamp Thing. And I gave a big fuck you to James Wan, and I decided to not watch Swamp Thing uh, anymore until I can binge watch it at the end. So Why is that a fuck you to James Wan? Yeah, it's not a fuck you to James Wan, I guess. I don't know. I say fuck you to James Wan every time, like I get fucking scared with like Annabelle or Insidious or something. Yeah, there's a doll around or something like that, or you hear somebody just like clap for no reason. Oh god, clap! Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, so fuck you, James Wan again. Uh, (laughs) Swamp Thing. So you can talk a little bit about Swamp Thing. (laughs) 
we I don't, think, mention, I don't think we should i think i think we should wait until you're caught up okay so then we can both you know because if i talk and give my opinion you're gonna be looking at me like what are you talking about then we'll do a series finale recap there because i'm letting that shit go until it's over and then i'll watch everything within like one day and then it really will be over it is yeah it will be it's already over it's dead to everybody <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I can also talk about Aladdin, even though it's not a comic ah, book thing. Right. So I did see Aladdin. I will throw this out here. You saw Aladdin, Joe, mm-hmm. with David. Eric, any interest in seeing Aladdin? No. Zero, Zero interest. <laughs> so, uh, so two unpopular opinions that I do want to share. One, Will Smith is the... He's the Will Smith. He's the ultimate genie. He's the ultimate genie. Ultimate genie. Of the two okay. incarnations that we get, and it's hard to compare cartoon to live action or when it came out in 1990 whatever compared to now but i think will smith was a better is a more likable genie better representation i think which is the second thing the second unpopular opinion is kids should watch this aladdin will smith superior just in the way that he can i mean it's a musical so he's he's a dancer he is a actual I mean, I guess you can call him a rapper, but he's like a, he's a musical performer, um, and then he I think he has like really good acting chops. But he's a I think he's a better genie all around. Yeah, uh, but then in terms of seeing the movie, it's one of the movies that's like incredibly accurate. Like everything we talk about is like being whitewashed, or everything has been whitewashed. I think we're moving right. away from it now, mm-hmm. but like this one is. Like you don't really see like a, an actual like American white person or white actor or actress in there, like, except for one person in that movie. Uh, so it like it makes sense and it's very much like uh, Black Panther. When Black Panther, you see like the um, I forget like the official like the the clothes that they wear and different things, and it's like actual representations of like what cultures and and places like dress like and and what their towns look like um and this one seemed like it was it was very much it and again it's live action compared to uh cartoons so like you you have to really put detail into this one uh but i think because of that so not taking away anything from the cartoon but like this is the one that when my kid when i have a kid uh when my kid decides to like start watching this stuff i'm gonna be like you can watch all the other cartoons all that other crap but this Aladdin is going to be the one that they watch. I think you're going to say the same thing about the Lion King. When it comes out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. My favorite part about Aladdin, getting back into it, that's the exact formula that I've been preaching for years now. What I would want them to do with a Batman is, you know, Will Smith, there's your big time actor, mm-hmm. right? To, to pull in like, oh, you don't know anything about this universe, but you know Will Smith is in it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, Naomi Scott, you've seen her in other things. Again, she's not a household name, but she's, she's got enough buzz around her that you yeah. know who she is. But the kid that played Aladdin, like, what do you know him from? Uh, nothing. I think after watching the movie, I remembered him from uh, Jack Ryan, the Amazon series with uh, oh. Jim Halpert. But Jim he Halpert, yeah. very, I think, very small role from what I can even really remember him in that. But he... But, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You need an unknown to where you're going to be... It, it's not difficult for oh, you yeah. to suspend yeah. your disbelief that I'm watching Aladdin. I'm not watching, like, you know, another guy as Aladdin. Sure. Like, no, this is Aladdin. And that's, you know, now I think Pat said will do a good job, whatever. But it's like, I, I know who you are. I've seen you before. Like, it's hard. So. Yeah. But again, we haven't seen him in enough stuff. You always talk about Harry Potter. You talk about... 
Twilight. He's done a lot of indie movies post Twilight. But have you seen those? Uh, bits and pieces. I've seen one of them, yeah. and it was weird. But again, like the guy can act. You know, yeah. I'll give it to him. Like sure, but what I'm saying is, is he's recognizable to me because he did those blockbusters before. Right. People know who he is. Yeah. Like yeah, so. when it was announced, Robert Pattinson is going to be Batman. You know, the internet said, like got upset. Why? They didn't want it. I think the proper reaction of an announcement of who's going to be Batman for me should be who with a giant question mark. Like, who is this guy? That's what I was hoping for. Mm. But hopefully we still get Josh Gad as the Penguin. Uh, I, I actually read something. I wish I would have pulled it up, but he confirmed himself that he's not playing the Penguin. Awesome. Yeah, the good so news just keeps coming. Ruin, ruin all your dreams anyways oh props to whatever restaurant we went to in uh in new york by the way it was like some gotham thing or whatever but like when you went down to the bathrooms it was just a shit ton of like single stalls like doors so it's like whatever no men or women thing like it's pretty cool i think that's basically how the world's gonna become now but either way like what she just showed us uh and they've been doing this for a while though but um, I guess for Pride, they're doing like a special comic strip where Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, you know, Exploring. explore their relationship. Yeah. But, but I mean, they, they've been doing so many comics. Comics are now coming out so often. Uh, when they did Rebirth, they started doing two a month of certain issues. Did you, did you ever read any of those, the Rebirth afterwards? Yeah, but not as they were coming yeah. out. I think it was like uh, the more common ones so like detective comics adventure comics uh, adventure comics action, action comics, comics. <laughs> uh, they started doing like two a month so because they're doing so much shit and releasing so many comics like you're, you're gonna run out of stuff to really talk about and you're gonna have to do some of this stuff which I think it's cool at least I mean, that yeah it's cool but I'm sure there are people that like aren't well not that aren't into like a lot of different storylines that go on but like it's that's what's gonna happen as long as we continue to be people and comics continue to come out so i i mean will you read that sure do you read any of this stuff i yeah. mean you'll read it how, well, how with a comic like that where harley quinn and poison ivy explore their relationship i think the imagery alone will be worth picking up that's true that's true that's like the batman uh batman dick comic Remember okay. that one? yes you should see that picture yeah i had to show everybody that picture <laughs> batman's dick was the most interesting yeah. thing in my life at that point i was showing everybody <laughs> cashiers at Publix and shit i gotta i gotta start reading so dc comics i don't actually read too much of unless like before when we were gonna watch swamp thing i read the swamp thing ones mm-hmm. but because like marvel unlimited is so easy to like find it's just like six months delayed but it has so much shit and it's like easy to continue to read one thing but i gotta read more of this because everybody says like this is, is always usually the batman family stuff is always really good so it's either like Detective Comics is really good, or like Batman is really good, or uh, even when it's not like the main ones, when it's like the Batman who laughs. Yeah, that whole one is good. Uh, so it's uh, yeah, it's always good there. I want to read them as they happen, so I can be a part of the conversation, which is only had on this podcast once a week. Uh, all right, but let's talk a little bit about some of the headline pieces from two weeks. So yeah, we've been gone for we missed last week, so there was two weeks worth of stuff. However, I didn't write down two weeks worth of stuff. Um, all right, so the I got a lot of Marvel stuff. So uh, the first thing that I want to talk about, which was while you all were gone, I believe, um, 
is that E3 happened. So are you mm-hmm. familiar with E3? Yeah. Do you play, other than WWE, w, what was I it called? Play WWE Raw? That's it's, the name of the actual game? Uh, it's just 2K, WWE, 2K, oh, whatever, insert year here. Yeah. So other than playing that and creating that. I, it's been a while about? since I committed to like an RPG. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the last one was probably one of the Grand Theft Autos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just usually I just use it more of a platform to create stuff or yeah. like a baseball game, like the show. I'll play the hell out of that for like a month and then won't touch it for. That's how that's how the show goes. Yeah. You wait a month until the people online create all the realistic shit, yeah. and then you play nonstop for a month, and then it's like you know, fuck baseball. Yeah. I'm I'm too good. I'm tired of seeing the Mets win on the show, <laughs> and then in real life, the Mets never win. So. I've created this fantasy world. I know you're feeling. Well, there will be one that we like. I think we'll have to play. And it's May 2020, so maybe we'll give up on this podcast sometime. Or maybe something else interesting or more interesting will happen right. in our life where the we Avengers will game. shut this shit down. But we got to play the Avengers game. So did you see the trailer for it? Yeah, but I also yeah. heard there was a lot of backlash because like the, the, the guys didn't look like yeah. the actors. Yes. So okay. initial thoughts about that. What do, you, what do you got? I mean, I'm okay with that. You know, uh, it, it should be whatever likeness you want it to be, creator. Yeah. But if you're looking to capitalize off the success of yep. the movies, then maybe you know you should you should want them. I don't know exactly how it would work. You'd have to pay each actor for their likeness. So I think they just tried to kind of go around that. But come on, Disney, you got enough fucking money. You yeah. know, you should have just opened up and paid these guys. And you know, I want to see. Uh, you know, Chris Evans is Captain America. Yeah. Instead of just some guy that looks something like him. You know, it. I don't think it even matters like what the look is, but like it. It could have been one or the other. Like if you get the voice casting for. Oh, I mean, and I'm sure. Been, yeah. yeah. That would have been great, and I'm sure voice casting costs a lot of money. But let, let's say whoever the main person in this is. Uh, so spoilers if you don't analyze the video game. Uh, people are saying that like in the situation, the event that happens. Uh, that one of the Avengers potentially dies or is believed to be dead because it's the beginning sequence and then five years later that's where you actually start playing in the game. That's where your campaign starts. So they say somebody dies and maybe it was like Captain America. So I'm sure there is somebody who's like a main person who has most of the lines of dialogue. Like if you can get, you know, Chris Evans. Chris Evans will do anything, I think. Yeah, we just watched him do a fucking dog thing at the IMAX. Yeah. Superhero dogs. For not wanting a mic, she sure does talk a whole lot. She doesn't know what she wants. Oh. Ouch. No, I'm, that's not a dig at me. That's I might get that tattoo. I was, was going to say 3725, cut it out. She's yeah. right here. She heard it. She's here. Uh, Neuralize her. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, Chris Evans does the voice. Um, there's a bunch of people like Anthony Mackie, I think, has done video game voices. I'm sure Falcon will show up in there at some point. Um, you can get like you can either do the the likeliness, the likelihood, likeness, the likeness. Thank you. Yeah. The likeness uh, of those uh, actors in the MCU, or you can have like do two people that have the likeness and two people that use the voice and just like make it connect. Because I agree, I think I think it's not going to be as big an issue as it is right now when that game actually does come out. If it's yeah. actually good, like fight mechanics and like a good storyline. But yeah, if you're going to draw people in. Like, you, you can't be on the side of, like, well, not everything can be the MCU. Like, if you're trying to sell, which yeah. is the main thing. Like, you're not putting this out there. Just the Spider-Man like, game was great. That wasn't Tom Holland. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's you should be okay with it. But and, and that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it didn't look anything like what Peter I just can't Parker imagine like. somebody is oh, I'm not gonna play that game just because that doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr. Like well, you're kind of figuring into the world. Well they'll say that. They'll say that like out loud and over social media, but they'll be oh. secretly playing it. Oh. They'll be closet video games. So like social media isn't the real life that they portray? No, social media is real life. Oh. It is. Live there. Uh so yeah, Square Enix is the uh, company doing that one. Uh, so Kingdom Hearts is one of the games that they do. They, they do still all make the those? Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. They just came out with a third one recently, sometime this year, I think. Uh, and people loved it. And then the Final Fantasy, which I've never played. I don't really have much interest in, but I know a lot of people enjoy that. Uh, and then the Tomb Raider trilogy. So the not... Um, the not... What's the, what's the PC terminology i'm looking for like the not over sexualized tomb raider trilogy because there have been tomb raider games for a long time where it looks like the angelina jolie in the movie style outfits and stuff uh and this one they did they oh, those rebooted. were some of my favorite ones yeah well <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> uh so it got me to middle school that's it that's it that's I, thought, I thought it was jokes. normal to have a tissue box next to your computer <laughs> you playing on the computer well it's um so they rebooted for it for other things. 2013, 15, and like 2018. I think they did a different one, which is actually really good. I played the first one, but like, awesome. So this game should be good, like the track record. Uh, and I'm sure you can jerk off to it as well. I'm sure. Uh, you can jerk off to anything. Marvel, still trying to get fans. So would you would you buy this game? What I know, just because I'm not a huge gamer like that, sure. but. Um, you, buy this game? you don't buy shit either. Do you play? You don't play much video games. I would buy this game. This is what I'm trying to say. I think so. But you would play it if I bought it and then yeah. I gave it to you all. Would you play it like start to finish? No, he would. Uh, Let's no, say it's like I would four, if I get into it's it. Like Thirty, forty hours to complete. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, that is gonna happen, and we may be talking about it on the podcast, or we may not. There we go. Uh, awesome. So the Avengers and then E3 was also very good elsewhere but we won't talk about that shit don't we have comic-con coming up too comic-con is coming up and we will not be there sadly oh it's almost like almost exactly a month i think i actually don't remember when comic-con is um i know they just dropped some news Uh, we were listening to some stuff earlier with feige they're gonna be back in hall age oh yeah and he's already kind of hinting at some of the things we're gonna be able to see and it's going to be very interesting. I can't Which wait. Is, so that, that's a good segue into uh, one, the end credit scene. So people who have seen uh, oh, Spider-Man yeah. Far From Home are saying that the end credit scenes are crucial to setting up the future of the MCU. Uh, they didn't leak anything as to like what it is, even though there's a lot of speculation on it, uh, which maybe we'll talk about that in a spoiler moment. Uh, but they, so they say that, which makes sense. Like if, and they, they set Spider-Man far from home up to come out before comic-con so you're able to watch it see that future set up and then be able to talk about it and kevin feige can talk about it at comic-con so i'm sure they're going to give a good layout uh of what future movies are going to look like and he said i think i mentioned it like on one of the first episodes here uh that he's always thinking five years out so right now he's starting to figure out what the movie slate is going to be for 
what are we, 2019? So 2024. Right. Like he's already thinking right there, and their whole team is thinking right they there. They just got so. a shit ton of new characters they could yep. use if they really want to go that way, too. Yeah, definitely. I was talking to Eric earlier that we need to have a speculation extravaganza episode where all we do is just sit here and speculate about how they can use the X-Men, X-Men and Spider-Man, Fantastic, uh, Fantastic Four, and even like the, some of the Spider-Man uh, rogues, I think. Does he still call them? He calls them rogues, too? Yeah. Um, well, they're... The big rumor is they're going to extend the shared agreement with the Spider-Man characters that they have between them and, and Sonny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they, the the Fox stuff already went through. I know they're they're good to go on all the X-Men and Fantastic Four and anything that Fox had. But I just don't know exactly how they want to bring them in or what they want to do. I think they set it up pretty good by just the hint that was dropped in the preview, the trailer for mm-hmm. For Spider-Man already was that the uh, the snap ripped a hole yep. in the whatever yeah. you know so but then yeah so like what does it come out <clears throat> that that's the spoiler-ish spo- speculation spoiler for what it means so a lot of people are saying that like the the Eternals is a movie that's going to be coming out yeah. I honestly don't know too much about the Eternals but the Eternals and then they will start have filming at the end of the year or something like yes, that yes because that's one of like the next four coming out it's mm-hmm. like Black Widow the Eternals and Shang-Chi. Yeah. So the Eternals, which are these big, uh, like, sort of, I think they're like universe-creating beings, follow within the snap. Like the snap creates this thing that they follow into our universe with. And then they're sort of like the next, uh, I guess, the next superhero team that's going to be coming in and sort of expanding the galactic focus. It just seems to me like uh, the heroes that we fell in love with this this past go around Mm -hmm. you know or just so obsolete i guess when you have people like that yeah how does how does someone like captain america even stand a chance well i mean he's he's not gonna be around i guess i guess that's why they started ground level and now we're working their way up to galactic and then even bigger and better shit so i mean still still like um like uh like Spider-Man. You almost, you almost have Spider-Man. to have powers now. Yeah. There's no way you could just be a regular guy. Like but a Black even, Widow even, or whatever. Right. Even with powers. Even Spider-Man who can stop a punch from one of the Black Order in Endgame or in uh, Infinity, whatever. Uh, yeah, even that sort of isn't as big as some of these folks. Like Captain Marvel should be able to just oh, fuck yeah. everything up. Right? Yeah. It's almost like, how do you stop someone like that? Yeah. But I guess they'll figure it out. They're smarter than us. <laughs> I mean, they're not DC, so... Oh, yeah. We're smarter than DC, but, but Marvel's smarter than us. Awesome. So, so yeah, so that's that's sort of this whole sequence of things, is that Spider-Man will have important post credit scene, Comic-Con will come around, and also uh, Avengers Endgame is getting a re-release in theaters, which we, we watched a video on that a little bit earlier. Yeah, it's going to uh, be re-released next week. Um, you are virtually going to watch the same exact movie. Yep. Only get additional bonus footage afterwards, like a post credit scene. Right. And, uh, I mean, in my opinion, the only reason they're doing this is because they're just <laughs> trying to beat the Avatar record. See, so, but, sure. They they said at different points though, like never at a time has like Feige or anybody come out and been like, well, we want to we want that record. Right. Like I'm sure there are feelings that people aren't expressing that like, yeah, you want to beat that record, but every time somebody talks about it, like especially the directors, those guys don't really give. They a don't shit. care. They like making cool shit, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, so yeah, they don't care about it. I don't think their focus is to beat it. I think this is really cool. I think like they're 
they're giving fans what they want, that whole scene that they talked about in the video yeah. of Tony Stark seeing his daughter, you know, whatever, 15 years down the road. And it, it was in the... the it was the the playoff of the scene that Thanos saw yeah. young Gamora, which is, you know, what, what did it cost you? Everything. Right. Tony Stark sees his daughter, and then she supposedly gives him a tape that says 13 reasons why he fingers them. No, I'm convinced. Just because the girl from 13 Reasons is playing his daughter. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. She always looks familiar, and I forget where she is. <laughs> and I watched that whole freaking show and felt terrible about myself afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Douchebag baseball players, man. That's it. So, a few things about this. I mean, the Endgame re-release brings up the questions, of like like you said. The first thing you said was beating Avatar. So, one, if they beat Avatar, which I'm sure they will now. People want to see that stuff. People yeah. are going to buy it. Those people who saw Endgame, you know, 10 to 50 times in theaters are going to buy go? a ticket again. I'll go again. So, my, my thought with this when it came out was I want to see it once in standard definition because that's the earliest I can see it and not have it be, like, entirely crowded. And then see it in IMAX and then see it in 3D. So I've yet to see it in 3D. So if they do re-release it and it has the bonus content and it's in 3D, I will see it like that. Like we got to see how that is because it's, you know, it's still in theaters. Is it still in theaters? Yeah. Uh, this past... Uh, or is this is this the last... I think this is probably the last weekend, though. Like is today, it? Sunday, will be the last. And then they're going to re-release it again next week? Oh, I guess that it, makes yeah. sense. Or maybe, yeah, maybe it is still going on in some theaters, like just the ones that have 24 theaters, but then the re-release is like, boom, all the theaters that had it opening weekend will have it again. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. I didn't. I don't like to read that much. Uh, <laughs> it was a long article, and then I didn't pay attention too much to the video downstairs. I paid a little bit of attention to it. Uh, so a few questions. One, if they beat Avatar, are they the Barry Bonds of the box office cheaters history no are they are they are they the very bonds like he still yes he still has (laughs) to be a very good hitter uh but yes they're getting some more juice that avatar avatar never had a re-release so that's a very good analogy are they the true holder um i would say no just because listen like avatar they weren't shooting for Mm -hmm. anything Mm as here's the movie boom there it is And, you know, no special tricks or anything to try and get the numbers that they did. I think they anticipated it was going to be big, Mm -hmm. but they didn't think it was going to be that big. With Avengers, you know, it was going to be huge. Like, this is what we've been culminating for the past 10 years. Like, it's it's, this is like once-in-a-lifetime type stuff. And now they just want to inflate those numbers a little bit more. I don't think that's honest. Like... Your numbers were already good with what came out. Like, if you're not Avatar numbers, right. well, you know, you're not Avatar. But again, that's speculating, like, if that is the focus of this. Like, they're re-releasing new cool shit that you can see on a big screen. I don't think it's... Do you think that if they surpass Avatar, that they won't talk about her, the number one grossest movie or grossing movie in the they world? They themselves, they don't have to. That's not how it works today. Everybody else will talk about it, and that'll be the thing. And then they'll be like, oh, Disney this and this because they think they are they have the number one movie. I mean, they already have the number one movie now. They had to buy it, but Avatar is under the Disney brand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so they have the number Fucking one Disney, movie man. and number two movie, no matter what happens here. They have both of them. And I guess we'll wait another ten years for the sequel to Avatar. Yeah, well, they're supposed to be coming out now, like uh, 2020, 2022, 2024, 2026. That's what they're saying now. Yeah. Which is another question. Uh, what is James Cameron? 
Yeah. Who who is he? He's is the he good? Fucking Terminator. Is I he guess. even good though? What has he done that's actually been good? Well, first of all, I wasn't a fan of Avatar. Uh, he did the Terminator it wasn't, movies. It wasn't that interesting. He did do the Terminator movies, but also... He did Titanic. I appreciate... See, I probably like Titanic the most out of all his stuff. Uh, Says I a lot about you, man. the first Terminator. <laughs> I mean, it's Leo. And those were the first... They could have fucking switched on the door. Motherfuckers. Like, they could have what? Like, swapped on the door. Like, okay, well, you're look, 10 minutes, now it's my turn. Leo's, and just go back and forth. wouldn't have done that. He's too good. He's too much of a good guy. He just had so much more to offer the world. So than he went she on did. to bigger and better things. Have and you seen like the the scene where it's like, like I'll never let go as she's fucking letting him go, and then he's she's, like, she's you pushing know, him away. right, right, like he's like drowning or whatever, right. right? And then like it just flips to like him washing up on the beach at the beginning of Inception. Amazing. No. It's fucking hilarious. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I gotta see that. That's how. That's how you should watch those movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, there's hope. That's he made it. <laughs> And then at the end of uh, at the end of it, there's no hope. Yeah, anyway. No. Uh, so I think if if Avengers beats it, they they are the holder. So we we got some baseball minds in here. Right. Who is the record holder for hits in the season? Fucking Pete Rose. I don't give a fuck hits what you season. say. Oh, season. single season. Yeah, single season. Who is it? Off the top. Ichiro. Is it Ichiro? It is, it, it is Ichiro. Technically, okay. Do you do you? Uh, in a but it wasn't season. in the MLB, or was it in? No, it was in the MLB. Do so you, why is it up for debate? Because he played at the time where uh, major league teams are playing 162 games. The person that he beat was at the time that they were playing like 130 games, or something. There's a, a less amount of games, uh, and that person had the record. But I feel like we all accept Ichiro, because like who doesn't like Ichiro? Well, it's it, it's, awesome. it's that's not his fault. Like he didn't do anything to try and inflate his hits. You know, it's it's not like Marvel, Disney is the one that's re-releasing their stuff. They're right. doing this to get like you know they're you're double or nothing on like what they're doing. You know, so it's like they're, they're the also, ones that are in control of it. Yeah. Ichiro's just playing the game. They're not the first person to re-release a movie though. People re-release movies often like the the michael keaton batman is being re-released right now that's, that's just fine. how good it is that's the and that is not and well because that's I what mean, it's not a, it's warner brothers Netflix. they just figured like we can't we make fucking shit movies now so let's just so re-release the good ones we made before they're, they're uh, selling the member berries they're trying to get everybody thinking <laughs> back in member berry time. uh yeah so bring it to i mean i think I, but i also think that there's like yeah sure because the other argument which i agree with more like, you have to uh, adjust for inflation as well. So, like, literally, it's the dollar amount, but there's never sort of, like, a consistent piece. Like, you have to, whatever inflation is from when Avatar was released, which feels like a long fucking time ago because it was, uh, to 2019, you have to adjust for those numbers as well. So I agree with that one more. But, yes, that's a, that's a piece. The re-release is a piece. But also, I think Avatar had the biggest oh, man. factor in coming out with this 3D technology stuff like that boosted this movie. Yeah. If this re- if Avatar released back when it did without the push of 3D and like James Cameron actually shooting with 3D cameras, I don't think it makes an up. I think the current, well, the current top would be, would be Endgame right now. But before Endgame released, then it would be who's who's number three on the list? Isn't it like Force Awakens or something? Something like that. Like that. That would be the current one that everybody's talking about being the one to beat. Like that 3D thing. The thing with Avatar, it was like decent story, but like 
the visuals of what you got. It was a exactly. spectacle. Like exactly. that's what you're paying for. Yeah. With Avengers, and and no build. You know, here's the movie. Here it is. Yeah. Thank you. But Titanic is still number three. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because James Cameron was the top Fucking James Cameron yeah. has the biggest dick in the world. Like, yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. good God, that guy. He does. So anyways, um, which sucks. You, you watch Entourage? No. You ever seen Entourage? No. Well, in Entourage, the guy's an actor. Yeah. And he was cast as Arthur Curry, Aquaman, in, James in the James Cameron yeah. Aquaman movie. Can you yeah. imagine? That's, that's insane. I like Momoa, but fuck. I want to see a James Cameron Aquaman movie. With the guy from Entourage? Yeah. The guy from Entourage looks like the Aquaman. No. Is it the Aquaman? No, he looks like the Namor that's now in, in um, yeah. Marvel Comics. Namor is like a really, I don't want to say like hipster, but sort of like hipster, uh, that's gothish looking guy. <laughs> that's great. Skinnier, not as like jacked. To get back to your argument, yeah, let's get back um, to D- er, D- DC, jeez. Marvel, like they're... They've been building up to this for 10 years. Like, the anticipation was, like, through the roof. As to where with Avatar, like, there was no anticipation. Like, you knew what was coming, whatever, with previews. But, like, people weren't waiting for that. There, were other, there weren't any other movies to, like, have to go watch to set this up. So, wait. But you're saying that that's why Endgame... Endgame should Endgame be succeeded. where it is. I think Avatar superseded mm-hmm. what it thought it was going to be. 3D Avatar superseded i think i think most of those numbers like a big portion of those numbers come from the 3d call it what you will but i mean it, it is what it is true. with endgame like it was the storyline itself yeah. is what got me on the front of their curveball yeah the visuals like yeah. I, it was it was what i was expecting yeah. you know that was cool uh, Avatar, like watching it, I was like, "Holy fuck!" I have never seen anything like this before. You just reminded me uh, when you said the visuals of Endgame. So um, you remember? I think the best visuals in Endgame is the the whole sequence at the end sure. where they're all defeating Thanos. Uh, but it's it's Captain. Wasn't America. it just the women? Oh no, there. Well, yes, there, was, yeah. there was all that. All yeah. of it. Let's let's put it all together in a bucket. Uh, right. But <laughs> where Captain America summons. Uh, Mjolnir, right? Yeah. So that was up for like some sort of MTV award, which I don't recognize. I don't MTV? recognize MTV Jesus. movie and TV awards. Don't you have or to be like thirteen to vote for that? I don't know, but everybody was there. So apparently, it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing. Like all the big name actors and actresses that were like up for roles, like decided to actually attend it. Uh, and there was so again, movie and TV awards. Uh, the three that I can remember, which you all don't watch. Eric, do you watch uh, Game of Thrones? Oh, okay. All oh, right. Boy. So there's an awesome fight sequence that is from there um, that was up for the award. Uh, there was the Captain America summoning Mjolnir. Okay. And then that whole action sequence with him fighting Thanos until Thanos then knocks him off again. Uh, and then Captain Marvel, the fight sequence between her and um, Minerva, the other like alien woman that she okay. fights, I think, towards the end. Do you remember that? Nobody remembers. Did you see Captain Marvel? I was going to say, I didn't remember that. Did you that. see Captain Marvel? Did no. Did you see Captain Marvel? You didn't see it? All right. Well, if you did see it, and you're now, like like Eric and I, you don't remember that fight sequence with Minerva, and that one won over Captain fucking summoning America, fuck- summoning Mjolnir, which has been set up since, like, um, There's a difference between being able to pick it up and summoning that shit. He called that shit to him. He's, come here. Pow. 
and then he fucked that guy up for a little bit, and then that guy fucked him up. So, <laughs> but yeah, so so that one won. I don't know why I had to bring that up, but it was it was anarchy. Lizzie was watching, and she was like really interested in watching the MTV Awards. Not like really interested. Like I didn't break her heart or crush her dreams or anything. But after that, I was like, nope, not fucking happening. Jesus. Great movie. Captain Marvel was an incredible movie and my favorite '90s movie of all times because it's like set in the '90s. Uh, but that didn't deserve it. No, man. So I had, to, I had to change the channel. I literally shut that thing down. Uh, yeah, we don't remember the fight. But, <laughs> yes. But, yeah, like you were saying, the, the visuals of uh, Endgame. Oh, yeah. It was compared just... to... Avatar. And that's why it's like the re-release, like, you're really paying... Like, you're you're getting everyone to part with their money again mm-hmm. just for a eight-minute scene? Yeah. Clip? Like, all right, you know, hey... Uh, look, AMC Theaters, which we have an amazing <laughs> membership to, which we always plug. One day, AMC will throw a little extra money our way. Maybe Absolutely. we can have like a A-list, A-plus list, a plus list uh, line that we can just skip in front of. It. We can just go behind the counter and get our fucking candy. And, right. and They'll allow us to kick stuff. other people out of their seats that That'd they already perfect. reserved. So that's the that's it. These are ours now. All right, somebody get a hold of AMC. But uh, AMC has $5 movie something. $5 Tuesdays. $5 Tuesdays. So buy a $5 ticket. Don't go to the movie. Walk in at the end because, well, at least in South Florida, motherfuckers walk into movies like 45 minutes late. And it's like, yo, what are you even doing here? Like choose something else to do with your day then when you miss it by that much. Uh, But buy that ticket. Do that. Just come for the end. Five minutes to see maybe 10 minutes of extra footage sure like it doesn't seem like a good trade-off compared to like other movies in their length but five dollars that's that's not even going to mcdonald's this is true yeah so do that if you want to see it i won't do it i'm gonna go watch the whole fucking thing of course yeah yeah it's gonna be great too we only seen it in theaters once so i might watch it again as well i'll go with you can i do that there we go eric you coming oh um do you remember when we saw no, yes, that, but we're so dedicated, and it was us three right here at that AMC. We That's where we saw Infinity War. Yeah. And I remember we had fucking practice to go to. And we showed up, you and I showed up at practice late, even though we preached to the team. Don't ever fucking be late. Oh, yeah. The head coach and the assistant coach show up late because we went to go see fucking Infinity War. Yeah. Thank God for KO. It's a must. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing. It's... When when you say that as a coach, it's you never be late. Right. It's, it's not uh, we never be it's, late. It's do as I say, not that's as I it. do. That's that's the right way of parenting and coaching and managing <laughs> and just being a person, I think. Don't be the example. Right. Just demand it. That's all you need to do. America. I think I know a system like that. All right. Joe's, Joe's going to lose her fucking mind. Yeah. Murder all of us in here. <laughs> uh, so the last, uh, well, the last Marvel bit of news... Um, Oh, so you got to watch this video. I'm sure you haven't seen this video yet. J.J. Uh, Abrams is joining the list of directors and just other people that do that write a comic book. So J.J. Okay. Abrams is going to write a limited series of Spider-Man. Uh, I, don't, I forget when they say it's coming out. It might be coming out next year, maybe the fall of this year. Uh, but he's writing it with his son, Henry Abrams. You should watch that video just because of Henry Abrams. He looks just like J.J. Abrams. He looks like a younger version. He's one of those kids that look exactly like their parents and acts exactly like their parents. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's disgusting, and, and it's awful. 
but you should watch it and they're probably good people and I'm sure they're going to do a good job but that was interesting and with that I wanted to mention other uh, people who have sort of gone that transition so Tanahisi Coates you know Tanahisi Coates so Tanahisi Coates and I'm probably one saying his name wrong uh, so apologies for that but also I don't really know exactly what he has written about but he's like an actual author um, or an actual like writer who has written a lot about um, like civil civil rights and different things uh, but he's like a sort of youngish younger guy um, and is writing about like the new age like movement of being able to like have the same rights as, as everybody else um, I don't think it's just like sort of race relation stuff it's also just everybody being able to have the same rights but he sort of went and started writing the new Black Panther comic which is actually like oh. a really really good Black Panther comic and I think he was supposed to do 11 issue run but he continued on because he like enjoyed it so much because yeah. he's a writer and he's, he's just doing the writing part uh, so yeah, he's one that is like I guess the most famous one as of today uh, doing it. But also like Kevin Smith. Yeah. Kevin Smith was a sort of sort of a director. I mean, he was a director that wasn't as recognized. Yeah, he's, no, he's wasn't for sure super recognized. Well, now he is. But at the time when he was writing Green Arrow, like he wasn't up there. He wasn't like a J.J. Abrams um, in in that world. And then you know, in the world of being an author and writing, Ta-Nehisi Coates is like really big, and everybody knows his name. Uh, Patton Oswalt has also written a really? Batman, like sort of small issue Batman. He could be a comedy good pieces. Penguin too. He could. Yeah, that's a good casting. I'm sure somebody's done that. Um, visual mashup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's one, the last one that I, I wrote this down. I didn't really know who this is. CM Punk has written a comic book before. Do you know who this person is? I'm pretty familiar with his work. And uh, do you know the comic book? It's Marvel. It's he Marvel, Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he's continuing to write. I well, think he still does. He's yeah. very active. He actually, he doesn't wrestle anymore. That's awesome. Fingers crossed that well, I can't say that for too long, but oh, yeah. we'll uh, we'll know in September. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, he he, him and his wife, like his wife oh. was a wrestler as well who retired, and she wrote a book, and she also I think they're both acting as well in like nice. some movies and stuff as well as writing and stuff. So that's cool. I guess when you're creative, man, you need that yeah. outlet to just let it go. Yeah. So I like seeing that. I think like that lends to. Because it, it hasn't worked as much going from, like, uh, Jeff Johns going to assist with movie and, and overseeing, like, different sides of that. It hasn't worked that way. But, like, but the thing with him, like, the way. difference between Johns and, like, the other people you mentioned is, like, he stayed within, like, the same realm. Like, within that same universe. What do you mean? Like, he, he, was, he was overseeing, like, everything DC, pretty right. much. Like, he was looking at their movies, and he starts to write for, like, DC Comics. Like, oh, okay. those other guys, it was just, like, it was, like, cross-platforms, like, different promotions. Like, CM Punk was a fucking wrestler, and now you're gonna write comics and stuff. Yeah. Which, I'm sure it's still, like, within the same creative sure. realm, but it's different. Like, you have someone else who's, like, the civil rights guy. Yeah. Like, those are serious things. Like, you're yeah. gonna go write a comic book, where it, it's still in the comic, it is serious, but... It's a little bit different. It's well, yeah, it's interesting. It, it like brings legitimacy to a lot of these things. Like for a long time, that that uh, conversation of like, like think about you know the the '60s through oh, yeah, the, the picture 2000s. Books. It's like you you look at people who read comics and stuff, and it's like oh, these people haven't grown up. Like they're not in right. the professional world. Comic books doesn't make this you collect stuff, like, toys impact. exactly. And, yeah, and, and the comic book people have always been saying, like, actually, this is, like, really meaningful to me. Yeah. 
like the spider spider-man story is meaningful to me in like my life uh, batman story is meaningful wonder woman's story is meaningful to me and, like nobody really bought that shit but now like black panther oh, is yeah. still the same story and in the movie like everybody sees the movie as like wow this is like game you have kids that have no idea about any kind of comics yeah. but no oppression yeah and know the term wakanda forever right it's because of that yeah which which is is the comic book i mean at yeah. the roots it's the comic book so it's yeah it's 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 awesome to see a lot of that uh people moving over and like just again legitimacy coming to the comic book stuff comic books and tv shows and movies which i don't this is why i think the superhero everybody's looking for superhero burnout and i don't think that's coming anytime soon like when is like when we decided to hang up uh well, Wesley Snipes hung up uh, his own uh, katana because of tax evasion. But um, <laughs> after a while, we were just like, you know what, Ghost Rider, not for us. Blade, not for us. Right. Uh, we're going to pump the brakes on that, and we're going to continue with, like, X-Men because it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, everybody's been thinking about, like, superhero exhaustion. Uh, it's not coming. Because of all this shit, clearly people are now just, like, finding different ways that they can go about it, so... People were just looking for, whether it's entertainment or something you see on TV or read yeah. a book, for just to be able to suspend their belief on what reality is, just for a few minutes. And if you could find something that relates to what's going on in your world, then it's just it's so much better. And I think any comic book, whether it's Marvel or DC, like you can find that. Yeah. No matter what you're going through in your life, like someone has written about that and drawn a picture to coincide with those words. Just go find it. That's deep stuff. That's emotional, deep stuff. You really touched uh, Joe over here. So, again, a conversation happened before the podcast was uh, I wanted you, actually, Eric and I talked about it. I want you to come on and give us, like, literally, if you spend one, one, one hour to an hour and 15 minute podcast explaining through what your first Batman movie would be in the trilogy that you would like to create. Um, and then we'll do like a three part series of that. Um, and then, so I have like, I've always thought about, I used to draw when I was younger and I always wanted to get back into it and like actually get better at it. I've wanted to write and draw comics. So I've tried to like think of original ideas and it hasn't gone as well, but I want to share them with you on one of the podcast episodes. So at a time when we don't have too much to talk about, well, which we always fucking talk forever. Uh, it's, yeah, it should it should have been today. It should have been today, but then then we spent three hours setting it up. So right, it's too we much. Sold to shit online in yeah. the meantime. But, but like, I think yeah. you also need to like prep it a little bit and like actually have like the time. Like you just got back from vacation and yeah. stuff. But I want you to like actually, and maybe when we do YouTube, the way you do it is yes, you explain and you actually think out your full first movie, like who the characters are, but also like if Jason Todd's going to be a part of uh, that movie then like which like which representation which version of him and like pull if it's how he looks from um uh young justice like mm -hmm. you pull that image and then you put that image up on youtube and we we like actually see where your vision goes for it but i want to i want to see all three because you said like a trilogy you want to have your own trilogy for batman oh man yeah well the the, the batman itself would be a trilogy but very much like iron man like that first movie would set up other movies which would then be a trilogy on their own yeah. so you could you could definitely squeeze like fucking nine to ten movies out of 
you know, this we'll one story arc. So we'll still, eventually, I mean, we started this podcast in the summer season, so like we've had a lot of shit to talk about. But eventually, it's going to become like award show, award season. Yeah, for all those movies that like we don't give a shit about seeing. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll have some time to like talk about it. But yeah, we we gotta we gotta set it up. Definitely want to hear that and have the big speculation MCU conversation. Uh, we yeah, we have a bunch that we can talk about. Um, all right. That was it for Marvel News. Do you want some DC news? What do you got? Uh, that DC is eliminating Vertigo Comics in a sense. They're eliminating the name of Vertigo Con- Vertigo Comics, and then all content is going to be under one label with three age appropriations, if that's the right terminology. Vertigo is very mature, yeah. so that makes sense. So do you know the three age no, titles? So there's going to be DC, DC Kids, and DC Black Label. In it case you like wanted a very to, very smooth drink. It is. I, I will be reading DC Black Label while drinking some uh, some whiskey. That's going to be interesting. That's cool because That's you know what? Night. Like just, uh, like there have been you know it just even with Batman, who's pretty popular, yeah. but there have been some comics where it's like. You've seen the campy hokey shit that mm-hmm. probably kids would love. Sure. I don't want to read that. You've seen like just the regular stuff, which is just yeah. kind of more nostalgic than anything else. But then you've also seen like some pretty mature stuff. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's smart of them to be able to divide their audience and, you know, just give everyone right. kind of like something that they're looking for instead yeah. of just trying to pease the masses with you know just one story yeah it's, it's a smart move and like marvel has has done their side of it with like the as it called marvel wherever jessica jones first started like that was their r-rated run of comic books because that one was like it's marvel comics talking about rape and talking about like you know, a, a woman who's like drinking all the time and fighting all the time and it's just like things that parents didn't want their kids to be like reading about even though uh, they're drinking and fighting right exactly yeah uh but yeah it, it seems like a smart move it seems like something that you can now like i'm interested in, in seeing how it looks and like what the difference is of like how the comic books even are i just so. can't get the, the johnny walker label out of my head so black, it's like i'm trying to not forget I hope they play on that too. It's like Johnny Just the Black and Gold. It's all brought to you by Johnny Walker. You buy a bundle, it comes with. Uh, well, comes with some, even more reason to start reading liquor. comics. Uh, and then the final bit of DC news again: a very light week for or a light two weeks for DC, but Batman. Big news on Batman. Did you hear about this? What? Batman is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He will be the first superhero to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Now, this is important because he's the first superhero, also because he's not like a... He's a, he's a character as opposed to anything else. Which there's not I, I absolutely characters. love how a character that has been so focused on staying yeah. out of the spotlight and in the dark, written-wise, is now being the first one to get a fucking star on the Walk he's of Fame. going to be a star. Um, so, it's, it's exciting. How do you feel about that as a Batman fan? Do you feel like now it's like, all right, people have finally recognized? Well, not finally, because they've recognized it's, him. It's, it's, listen, it's at the end of the day, he's a normal guy, right? Well, I wouldn't say normal, but he's, he's, there's no superpower crap, you know? Um, and it's, it's the story. It's the sacrifice that's resonated with so many people. And, and 
there have been plenty of times where it's like, okay, like if, hey, I know I need to exercise or something. So instead of exercising, what am I going to do? I'm going oh, to fucking sit down and watch TV instead because it's just better. <laughs> right? But then, oh, shit, look, now I'm watching Batman Begins. As soon as Batman Begins ends, I'm like, fuck, now I really, not only do I like need to, but now I actually want to. That shit's awesome. And sure, you can kind of get that with other superheroes as well, but like Batman, he's the shit. That's why. Yeah. Period. End of story. Avengers, you have your moment. Marvel, it's all good, but you're still not number one. You could have numbers two through thirty-seven, but you're not going to be number one. Two through thirty-seven. Yeah, I don't know how many fucking characters they are. I'll take that. Fuck Superman. Nobody likes that guy. So, well, I I like that guy. I think. <laughs> I showed oh, I her a picture of right uh, Henry Cavill this week, and I was oh. like, Who, whoever does not think that this guy makes a good Superman is fucking out of their mind. Yeah. Because, like, he looks like he, he just stepped out of the comics. Yeah. He's, I thought, even in the movies that he was in, I thought he was good enough as what they were looking for with Superman. Uh, but he is playing The Witcher, which is another video game. Yeah. Seri- uh, well, it's on Netflix? Two video game. It will be on Netflix. I think it's Netflix. I think it will be Netflix. Yeah. Uh, so, all good, Batman getting his uh, star, but he's just getting it now. So, I want to read you some scrubs who already have stars so that uh, we don't feel as good about Batman. So, the Backstreet Boys have a star? Oh, fuck me. What the fuck is that? Why did that happen? They No, they, they should leave forever. Never come back. Uh, let's see, who else is on here? Do you know anybody else who's on there? Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, I don't, I don't know about that. She was in Batman. She doesn't seem. She was in, she's uh, not Batman, Batman forever. Um. All right. Let's see what else I have here to talk about. Nothing. That's it. Boom. Done. What are we talking about next week? Are we doing this next week? Yeah. Why not? Sure. We haven't given up on it yet. We're more like day to day kind of people. We don't really like plan that far in advance. Next week, you know, what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about cereal, comics. All right. Who's picking the cereal? Eric. I've done one. Eric's picking his Don't leave it to Joe. Joe's going to choose fucking Pops. Yeah, talk about the cereal, too, though. Yes. All right, so Damn. we will have our first guest host next week. Eric. Uh, so come back, um, Matt and Brittany. And uh, one other person. All right, sorry. Exactly what the fuck Damn it. Uh, all right, so this is a new... This is a new section of the podcast where we apologize for things. So apologies to, who was it the first time? Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. So, again, what apologies to Mark Zuckerberg. What the fuck to Zuckerberg? Oh, Literally, within like 12 hours, Joe yeah. made a Facebook, and I felt like an asshole. Good job done. Um, apologies to Matt or Matthew. Anderson. Matt Anderson. <laughs> Or Matthew Anderson. <laughs> we gotta get everything. Is right the town there. named after him? I don't know. Yes, it is. He he lives in Anderson. Right. Well, no, he lives in. What's it called? <laughs> Shit. Pendleton. Pendleton. There it is. Just outside of Anderson. Just outside of Anderson. But Matt Anderson is there. Right. Uh, but uh, last episode, I think we we said all different things. Right. Which was not right. Not a um, not a one. Not at all. Uh, well, so, the only the only one that was right was me. I, I said he wears scrubs. Right me. Well, yes, that's a that's a statement. That's right. I'm the one that said I don't know what the fuck he does, but I know he wears scrubs. I said he does something health wise. Joe, you said he was a male nurse. No, I did. <laughs> yeah, that's what did. you said. <laughs> Joe was like, yo, he's like the guy from Meet the Parents. No. Or athletic training. All wrong. You don't right. know what you're talking about. We at least commented on his hair. 
Well, we have an official ID for him, uh, and Matt is a medical lab technician in laboratory services. So, or laboratory services, depending on. Is it laboratory like a bathroom? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's not. It's not bathroom services, but it's the it's yeah. the sci- the medical and scientific oh. laboratory. What the fuck does that even mean? Uh, it's smart shit. Shit that we'll never understand. Awesome. But one day, somebody with his title will probably save our lives. Um, so we should make sure not to say that they're a male nurse, Joe. Joe. We're sorry for Joe. Well, that's it now. I think. Yeah, any more people we need to apologize to? Not this week. Not this week. How about this? I want to make. Let's, let's do some plugs. Um, I'm going to plug something that isn't out yet when you hear this, uh, but will be out maybe within the week. Um, it is a podcast that my wife and I are doing. And then I'm sure all of these people, Eric, do you watch Friends? Oh, yes. All right. So all of these people in this room right now and who have been on this podcast What's will it be called? able to go. Why we fucking hate Ross? It's called, well, Phoebe's the worst, so. What? Ross, Phoebe's the worst. We did start. Uh, Yeah, so it's called Could We Be Talking Any More Friends? So the classic Chandler, whatever. Could We Be Talking Any More Friends? That one right there. So that's the name of the podcast. Um, We're going to post it, I think, on all the same shit that we post this one on. Uh, And our goal for this is not only to give ourselves, like, an actual reason to watch Friends again for the 20th time. Um all the way through all 10 seasons but we want to figure out who is the best friend and who is the worst friend so every single episode that we review we talk about it a little bit uh the end of the episode we give some good trivia about uh the episodes uh, fun facts different things that happen and uh check that out when it drops and then we'll we'll like put links on uh instagram and stuff so that you can find it so that you can find it matt or Brittany or adam we love adam. matt Brittany, you're cool. And uh, mom? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's it for um, another episode of Why So Serial. Uh, you can reach us at. I always fuck up with this one. Why So Serial Pod at gmail.com or on Instagram at Why So Serial Pod. Same thing on Twitter at Why So Serial Pod. Send us anything. We haven't gotten anything yet. Just send us something. How do we end this? Because I'm going to keep on talking. I think you did already. Okay. You already did our sign-off. And then maybe if we had a super cool outro song, Eric would play Oh, it true. Now. All right, I got it. Ready? Bye. Are, 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 are you serial? I'm super, duper serial.